We got Stick Hyde. We got uh, Mr. Doe Greasem and, uh, you know, and, and his artists. But first and foremost, we got Soundbox 360 featuring Mrs. 360 in the room. Mrs. 360. Give her a round of applause. Miss 360. Mr. Anonymous is off camera, as most anonymous people like to be. He will not be in front of the camera today, though he is here watching and listening for all the tomfoolery that may occur. Thanks to you both for coming into the room as we get a little background music going here. Uh, there we go. It's a beautiful day. I'm so glad to have you. I must let you know when my wife saw the cover flyer, she was a little bit alarmed for a minute. Uh, she's not aware there were other 360s in the world, certainly not a Miss 360. And I think it hit her for the first time since we've been married that she is Miss 360 as well. She just never thought about it that way until she saw another woman with the title. So respect to your name for uh, firing up my romance at home and my love life with my lovely wife, the last vagina I'll ever want to need, just for y'all to know out there. Uh, it's a beautiful day today. I'm in a good mood. I haven't been involved much drama i did have a gentleman that starting a magazine uh verbally accost me he seemed like he was somewhat irritated uh with the way i speak or my lifestyle in general and to that gentleman would say i would like to say you have my full support for someone with the balls leadership audacity we might say to start a magazine in 2021 my heart goes and my full support goes with you I, I feel that your support of az culture is genuine and i just want to let you know i'm with you whatever running we had whatever thing you think about me uh if you get to know me i'm generally a, a much better guy in person than uh on the surface levels a lot of people have told me that a waitress at a diner once told me that she thought i was a real asshole till she got to know me uh, and, you know, and she doesn't, didn't think that anymore after we talked a bit. So give it a minute with Swerve. I promise you I'm here to support and do the best for AZ and AZ hip hop in general. Today, moving away from my uh, ugly matters and features, we have Miss 360. Uh, we have the, the team, the, the, the ownership, partnership, leadership team of Soundbox 360 here. And hey, as usual, guys, I'm old, dyslexic, and smoke a lot of medicine, so I'm deaf, dumb, and blind. So I'm going to learn everything about Soundbox 360 right here with you. Hello, Miss 360. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing, Swerve? I'm fine. I'm charged up. I'm on water and uh, and, and cannabis today. Uh, I had a coffee, but I don't have any caffeine with me. I'm trying to cut down on caffeine. Really? Yeah, mm. they say it's bad for your heart, and uh, I'm getting older, so I'm trying to tighten up. You know, I'm trying to. Tighten well, it up. is. It is kind of bad for your heart. You know, you don't anything that kick jumps bucket. you up. Yeah, nah, I don't want. I don't want to kick the bucket. Uh, shout out to the gentleman whose bucket of leaves fell off the back of his truck at 90 miles an hour on uh, 60 yesterday. That hurt my heart as well as it increased my blood pressure for at least 10 miles after that. Because I had to swerve. That's my name. I'm good at it. I successfully swerved, missed the bucket of leaves, and did not lose control of the vehicle. But my vehicle is strange. My vehicle, uh, when you start uh, swerving like crazy, my, a little buzzer goes off in my car just to let you know you're fucking up. Right. And it's never good to hear that. So I got to hear that yesterday. And Mr. Anonymous could keep a lookout for, for stick. That would be excellent. That would be a big help to me, Mr. A. I appreciate it. So, um... 
Soundbox 360, let's start at the beginning. A question I frequently ask people, who first played you? What's your first experience in hip-hop that you remember? I imagine as a small child. What, what was it, a song? Was it an artist? Was it a family member who was dedicated? What was? Do you remember? I know it can be a, way, a while ago. And you were raised with hip-hop, being a little younger than me. I was about 12 when I first got turned on to hip-hop, so... Uh, 10 or 11, 11 or 12. So I was, you know, I, I had good memory. Some some uh, of you young people are turned on at three, four years old, so it's hard to remember. But just if you could flash back for a minute. See, I don't think we're that far away when it comes to age. I'd never we're talk about a lady's age. I, I, only, spoke, I only spoke about mine. Well, you don't <laughs> want to relate to me. I was not going to relate you to me at all. You don't want to relate to me, that's for sure. But I'd say it'd have to probably be somewhere like around 14. Okay. Okay. Probably around fourteen. Well, well, to me that seemed okay. All right, I, we won't get into your age. Who was the artist? What was the song? What do you remember? <sighs> it would have to be LL Cool J. I need love. Okay, that's a big record. Yeah, that I was, was like JJ Fad, LL Cool J. Okay, like, I was knowing every single word of every single song. Did you on grow the up album. in the Phoenix area? I did not. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Where did you grow up at? So, where were uh, you when you heard this record? I was actually in living in New York at the time. Okay, interesting. So, a little bit. I was born in South America. I'm Guyanese. Okay. Moved to Canada, where I spent a good early years of my life, and then at 14 got shipped to the States okay. for misbehaving. Oh, <laughs> to a different different set of family? Yes. Okay, that's happened to several of my guests for some reason. I don't know why. It's a reoccurring theme here at the mission. My mother had enough, and she was like, okay, you got to go to grandma's. <laughs> so okay. it's time for you to go. Okay, okay. You shipped you out. <laughs> and I had nothing else to do. So being from a Caribbean community, I was all listening to nothing but reggae and calypso and soca all the time. Understood. And that that, that was, que- was going to be my question about... Um, you know, maybe getting started a little later in hip hop, but you were, you were, you were, uh, like you said, calypso, mm-hmm. reggae. Yeah. Okay. So not until I got World to New music. York, I had nothing else to do because they wouldn't let me out the house. I okay. Was very like, strict family. <laughs> yes. Strict family. The furthest I can go was the porch, and that was it. Oh, okay. Well, they were protecting their their young girl, their beautiful young lady. They so, were protecting you. Yeah, that was a little bit wild. That was a little bit wild. Oh, so. okay. Maybe they were protecting the world from you then. Well, well, you never know. Well, um, let, let's let's stop there. Let's just pause there for a minute. What does it mean to you? Because again, I'm I'm very American, so my uh, world politics is totally uh, inept. What what does it mean to, to you to be Guyanese? Man, listen. Give me some. Give me some. Because like I might know something about Jamaica. I might know something about you know the Bronx, New York, or whatever. But. <laughs> I might even know a little bit about Canada as far as black culture, but but Guyanese, I'm sorry, I know nothing. Give, could you give me an, just the basics? The we basics. are the red, yellow, and green. Okay. And I mean, you know, shoot, you uh, like you know, to drink like a that? motherfucker, huh? What what else is uh, synonymous with? Uh, I'm sorry, this your mic. Is that they, what else is synonymous with uh, with Guyana? The number one thing the world knows. Is that oh, is that man. where is that where the, Jim Jones the Jim Jones took yeah. the people? Is that where that happened? Yeah. Don't drink the Kool Aid. Thanks for thanks for reminding me. I, I had forgotten about that unfortunate. Yeah, event. Jonestown. Well, that's a oh. terrible mark on the on your country that there was really brought is. to the world by some white guy from America. Let's be yes. honest, and a white man that uh, kind of befuddled uh, uh, black, a lot of black folk. To be honest, he was very diverse, uh-huh. and I think you know at a certain time, uh, black Americans. Uh, 
are so needy for an understanding white voice that maybe mm-hmm. they gave him the benefit of the doubt and it was their downfall because because he was this white guy that was actually being nice and talking equality with black people, mm-hmm. which can be ex- extremely intoxicating being that black people haven't had much of that. Right. So, and here he, here he uses it for his financial gain and in the end, for as a madman, takes him to another country mm-hmm. and, and basically kills all of the camp except for like two, it was very few people that survived that one, yeah. uh, a handful, he let's say. He killed politicians, children, yes. everything. Shot the senator or congressman mm-hmm. as he was leaving. Shot right. It. And at that point, everybody had to know it was up, it was over. Uh, just a madman, right. that's all you can say. Because like, I literally so asked my grandmother about it back then. I was like, Grandma, okay. when this happened, where were you? Like, what happened? And she was like, listen, we don't even know anything was happening in the bush. They had no idea that right, they were out there. Right, right. I, I would imagine that I was, oh, there's there's a there's a bunch of foreign, mainly, there's a bunch of foreigners over there in a camp, and, and they don't mess with us, we don't mess with them. I would think that's, naturally, that's my logical mind would say that's the way it was, because a bunch of intruders to a country wouldn't want to... I wouldn't think they would go interact with the with the native people right. but so much because it would be weird or awkward, you know. And uh, I don't that whole thing was extremely awkward. I don't want to focus on that. <laughs> Let's focus on the beauty of the of the of the, of the, of the Guyanese. I hope I'm saying the that Guyanese. correct. Guyanese people and the country. Right. Um what could is is it's in South America? Yes, it's between Brazil, Colombia and Venezuela. Okay. Okay. So is it uh is it a, is it familiar with South American culture in general? Is it would it be would it relate to other parts well, of South America if we, Guyana's if someone smarter only, is familiar with South Guyana's America? Guyana is the only place that speaks English first. Everywhere okay. else, it's like Portuguese. Okay, why is, or, why do they speak English first? Were they settled? They come to who they were settled by? It's really weird because it was split in three. When I say settled, let's say that correctly. Uh, Where the slaves were dropped off. Who they were terrorized by. Mm-hmm. Right? So it was by the Dutch, the English, and the French. So those people... Brand Guyana owned Guyana, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hey, it just so happens that be the first English place, and all the other languages come second. Okay, well let's let's lighten up a bit. What brought you? What got you out of there into Canada? My mama. Your, your mom decided <laughs> she wanted to move. My grandmother left first and went to Canada, and then how it goes, you know, you bring everybody else up afterwards. So okay, as I was only three when I left. Okay. So, now, don't take this the wrong way, but mm-hmm. it's hard for some criminal Americans to even visit Canada. So, my mind would tell me that it would be hard to immigrate to Canada. Is that not true? Is it easy to immigrate to Canada? I really can't speak on that part. But y'all didn't have no so trouble. No. You didn't have no, okay, you don't know. You don't know what your mom went through. And, or did. Well, I know that. My mother, my grandma, them, they're not into any criminal activity, so they have no problems doing anything. Oh, so none of that. I understood. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't mean it that way. No, I didn't I mean it that saying, way. Like, okay. they, like they're, they have a clean, spick and span record, so. Okay. Yeah. So you were, so what how, What age were you when you were wilding out and got shipped to Canada, uh, from Canada to the States? That was be around 14. And to me, I would think it would be much easier to get in trouble in New York than in Canada. But I, this was the plan, right? To change up your surroundings, I guess. Right. Get I your... mean, you can't really get in trouble when you can't leave the house, period. When you're being okay. watched 24 hours a okay, day. Okay, so at this point, you were you. it was on what you were trying to do. So they were on top of you. This was, it oh, was yeah. very strict at this point. And, and who did you live with in New York? You, with my grandmother. Your grandmother. Okay, so this is grandmother. And then they shipped me to Texas. <laughs> okay, who did you stay with in Texas? This gets interesting. 
my you can't mother. cause me so much trouble <laughs> if you can't start any roots. You get, uh, okay. <laughs> then my mother decided Jeez. to move from Canada to Texas. Okay. To keep me out of trouble. And warm weather. Maybe it more closer help, to though. the warm weather. No, it I sounded got, like you could find man, trouble wherever you went. When I got to Texas, it was it was a wrap. It was over. Okay. You couldn't tell me anything. Okay. Like, I was literally getting kicked out of every school. I was fighting every day. Okay. I was disappearing for weeks at a time. Sounds like, good. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Um, it was. Sounds like fun. Is this high school, middle school? Where we high at? school. This is high school. Started in eighth grade and then into high school. Okay. And, then, and so yeah. Texas is where you discovered hip hop. New York. New York. Okay. I had nothing else to do but listen to my grandma and my grandpa's records, and that's what they were listening to at the time. Okay. They were listening to Cinder, Cinderella, Dana Dane. Your grandparents. Kind of well, okay. That makes me feel young and shit right there because I was yeah. right there listening to it with them. Cinderella, Dana Dane. I was listening to the cassette tape over and over again because, you know, like, shoot, what else did I have? Uh-huh. Iced tea colors. It. I get it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad hip hop found you one way or another. I'm, I'm happy I'm glad, I found it. It helped I'm a lot. I'm glad hip hop found you. Um, how is how has hip hop in general um, manifested itself in your life and maybe pre before mm. speaker box sound box excuse me before sound box because uh, mm. hip hop I'll just give you an example I've DJed I attempted to be an artist for a while I've I've almost managed artists I've definitely promoted parties and hip hop not only bringing me out of my shell improving my self esteem giving me something to be proud of a talent a skill uh, it helped with the ladies certainly it's put money in my pocket certainly. Uh, so hip hop has done a world of things to me. I've always been happy and willing to give back to hip hop for how much it has given to me, honestly. Right. So, you know, that's my take on it. I don't want to influence you, but that's where that's how I'm at. I love hip hop for that reason. Still to this day, yeah, after can, all these how years. Can you not? Well, at times it's problematic. You know, at times hip hop is problematic, loving it when it goes directions we don't want it to go or supports artists we don't necessarily want to support. But all in all, we've always had that and we always will. It's so, such you know, a great feeling, though. It's like when I listen to music, I just feel so good. I'm like, it is. Like, there's no, I could not picture my life without music. I just couldn't. I agree. I totally agree. I mean, just the whole culture itself, just the way from the swag of it. From just going out into a club, seeing these artists perform, like, mm-hmm. and when I'm saying artists perform, I'm not talking about this rinky dink stuff that that a lot of stuff is going on. I'm talking about real artists from back in the day. When you go up there, yeah. and how live they are! On a lot stage. of a lot of production. Uh, LL used to have a giant. Um, Radio. Boombox right. radio that he would walk out of. Uh, Rakim and Eric B. had a huge pyramid that would spin around and, and, and uh, Rakim would be sitting in the throne in the pyramid. So, yeah, there they used to be, I think, more production, maybe with the bigger concerts it is these days. And they hey, they were the big concerts to us, so maybe that's what it was. But certainly uh, shows need proper uh, production. Because right, you want to be a part of it when you see that kind of stuff. You're like, yes, oh my gosh, look at that. You ah, should be yeah. drawn in by the music, the visuals, the Everything. surroundings. You you should be drawn in without, you know, complications. Complications sometimes cause, like in a movie, they mess with your suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if the mic sounds messed up or the sound system's crackling or there's weird too many people doing weird stuff on stage lip-syncing. you know or, or yeah, <laughs> lip-syncing. Lip, lip-syncing can be a problem for some artists uh let's just say my opinion is if you're janet jackson bobby brown in it with additional vocals and stuff 
you better be moving. I better be seeing a lot of action and a reason why you need help with your vocals. If you're just pl- if you're just playing with the main vocals and just walking around, uh, then then to me that's a disservice to the music, to the community, to everything. But that's that's my take on it. Uh, the new news spoke on the main vocals versus no main vocals. Uh, situation that's going on in the city between uh, Mr. Network and Emerge McVeigh, and from your last statement, I get the feeling the way you stand on that. You, 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 you're no Man, main vocals person. I've been saying it for years. A lot of people. It's been a lot of people's uh, <coughs> stance and point of view for a long time. Sure. Every time we throw a show or an event together, and the artists come and perform, and they're not actually performing. Or they're going over their vocals and their voice sounds nothing like the song that they're performing over. I'm getting pissed. I'm like, then why are you even here? I yeah. could just play your CD. You don't even need to be here. Yeah, it, it definitely is problematic, and I and I think um, I think a good show sells itself. And for those artists, it doesn't even need to be discussed. I, you know, so if you're not putting on a good show, work hard, practice, get to a point where you are putting on a good show. Because now more than ever, that's an artist's main focus of money. That's where you make the majority of your money at. I really as an think artist, a lot of them you know? are just lazy that they don't want to take the time to make more than one record. You know what I'm saying? You make one song without the vocals, make song with the vocals. I've heard it said make that a show CD. I see uh, Arnetta is checking in to say no main vocals. So we appreciate y'all can check in on the comments and let let it be known how you feel. Let it be known. Uh, the only valid excuse, I, I'm not going to say it's valid, uh, uh, an excuse, a reasoning I've heard from some of the younger artists is that they create so much music that it's that they just can't memorize it all. Stop that. That's a cop out. Stop that. At the end of the day, most of these shows are only 10, 15 minutes, right? So you can remember 10, 15 minutes worth, right? I, that's what I think. So that means to tell me that you're not doing any rehearsal time, nothing? You're like, not, like nada? It would appear not, or, or that maybe they don't want to, or they're not. I don't know. I, you always have to rehearse, I think, right? If you can remember your ABCs, why you can't remember your own damn lyrics that you wrote? That damn Milli Vanilli. Jesus, man. You know, uh, back then it was a death sentence, and that kind of shows you. Now, in fairness to these people, Milli Vanilli, I believe, was lip-syncing to... A, a, a large woman's vocals. There was a large woman doing that beautiful singing, and these two gentlemen were great dancers, and, and no homo paws were handsome. So that no, was the uh, package. That wasn't Millie Vanilli. That was on um, Black Box. Not Black. Yeah, that was Black no, Box. Mil- no, uh, Black Box as well had a had an additional singer. Apparently, that was the thing back then. Black Box. Millie right. Vanilli. I, I, I could be wrong. Correct me if I I'm know wrong. They were but I'm, I'm pretty sure someone else took the credit for actually singing yeah, Millie Vanilli. But it vocals. was. I think it was a guy though. I think the girl was from Black Box, and the guy was. From Millie Vanilli. Okay, maybe so. Right. Because there was a, uh, maybe you're right. You're right. Probably was a guy singing their vocals. I misspoke. You're right there. Uh, they actually said it in the interview that they they recorded vocals and they thought like all of their vocals would be mixed in, but then when the final mix came, they had taken their vocals out. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't even their fault. Unfortunately, they faced the brunt of it they did. in the national exposure. And that's why one of them, is, only one of them is living right now. One of them did, unfortunately, for whatever reason, take his own life. Let's move on i want to clarify like i did in the news special i want to clarify between that and people that are rapping to their own voice at least Mm -hmm. they did record the vocals themselves right which is different than millie vanilli Mm -hmm. now ashley simpson is another one i brought up who got caught on saturday night live singing to a track of her of her own vocals uh the bigger simpsons younger sister ashley yeah she did she uh the tape the tape jerked 
and she got feeling awkward, so she did a little dance and then ran off stage. <laughs> and uh, God bless her heart, you know. God bless her heart. That's what they say in the South where I'm from when somebody fucks up. I hear up. the cartoon sound like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it was, Mr. Anonymous. That's what it was. She skedaddled Ooh. on up out of there. Um, so... You know, here we are with this situation. Now, at the end of the day, if someone puts on an incredible show, I don't think people will focus on this vocal, that vocal. I think an incredible show sells itself like a hit song. Mm -hmm. So if you got an incredible show that includes a hit song, some might say like uh, COE Yanti, then you can overcome... I think you can overcome some of that criticism. But they got a lot of issues with that, though, because if you're putting on a show and you're using your own lyrics over your performance, uh -huh. you got to realize that the engineer, the sound guy, has to have you exactly perfect. They're right. not doing any sound checks. They're it's not, tough. You know, they're not actually moving, you know, those knobs to get the, the vocals to be matched when there is a sound man, in when fairness to the man. artist, and this has been another complaint from Fila and some other artists, a lot of these shows, there's there's not a sound man, there's just a DJ and a mic, there's no, there's definitely no active sound man working the right. show, there's no rehearsals, there's no sound check, you just get up with your flash drive and perform, <laughs> and I, I, I DJ them, that's how a lot of these shows happen. And look, from being a, a performer myself back in the day, the fact of the matter is that sometimes when you have that, that song and that shit is hot as hell, what are you going to do? You want to put it out as soon as possible. Let me ask you a question, Mr. A. You say you're a previous performer. Is it not easier, if you know your lyrics, is, is it not easier just to rap your lyrics than trying to rap along with yourself? I'm a previous artist as well, and the times I have tried to rap along with myself... Maybe I maybe I didn't have the show track. I tried to just do a song. Correct. And I'm an act. When I was rapping, I was an active rapper. I never used main vocals, so I was still going to rap. A, but I found it harder to. I found it harder to rap the exact same way I rapped that time rather than just rapping right. it like I'm rapping it today, knowing the words. Correct. Now, with that being said, you also have the fact of of breathing. Yeah, that's your, always your, yeah. That's your, an your issue. Breath has to be there. You got, and that's where re rehearsal comes from. Mm -hmm. So you learn where your breathing points come from. For some of your faster rapping acts, they'll have what's called a TV track, where some of your ad libs are layered in the track. Correct. No one's right. ever had a problem with that. Let's Correct. be clear. Mm -hmm. And that gives the artist, especially a more energetic or a more harder rapping artist, a place to take a breath. Now, with your actual main vocals on there, if you forget those lyrics, it catches you up. Right, and that's and that gives what's you a hint. Sure. So I don't, I don't, I don't knock anybody for doing it. But if you're gonna get up there and just start talking to you know the, the chick over on the right hand side, yeah. and not yeah. say anything and just let yeah. your vocals go, then we have a big problem. I've seen people stop doing the vocals and start doing ad libs to their vocals. <laughs> wow. And I, I don't want to dis I don't want to disrespect anybody. Everybody's journey is their own journey. I'm not here to judge. I'm not the referee of this shit. Everybody's free to pursue hip hop in their I feel it's a you know, a wide open religion. You're Man, free to go whatever I'm highway judging. you want to go. You might not judge, but I'm she judging. judging. Well, the, judging. Well, the, ladies, the, ladies, the ladies judge a little bit more. Some of y'all <laughs> ladies can be a bit harsh in your judgment. Uh, God bless us all. You know, I just before we get talking too much more, I just want to say shout out to Timberwolf Blees, uh, DJ Kane, everybody that had a big party at D&D's last night. They did it so big that it got shut down. I think cool Asian Phil just had enough. He just couldn't handle that shit. Uh, but shout out to Dubs Up, the whole family. They had a great release party for his brand new album. So please check that. And um, I just want to say for all of y'all that are throwing these parties that look like stripper events. 
Like, I love boobs and ass, right? But I hate a fucking stripper in a strip club. I ain't gonna lie. Now, some of y'all know homo might think I need to know homo pause that, but in my life, I don't need to. At my age and in my place in life, I, you can't do nothing for me at a strip club. I'd rather go eat eggs at a strip club than watch ass shake. So, but some of them have some good food. Some of them do have good food, and that's why I say that. I'd rather go to the restaurant portion, and you can keep the legs and the ass. I I love women. I love boobs. I love legs and ass. I just I don't like strippers, and I don't like strip clubs. Now, I know some of you ladies are going to take offense to that. It's nothing personal. Do you. Pursue your lifestyle. You don't need me. I'm 50 years old and washed. You don't need me at all. So carry on. You know, you know. Twerk that, twerk that. That's fine. I just, I, it's nothing that, nothing that a strip club can do for me at this point. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for, thank you, Mr. Anonymous. We got stick high. Nothing but bangers in the building, y'all. Stick high. Nothing but bangers. Let's get that applause up for him. All right. Try to stay a little closer to that mic for me, uh, Stick. Other than that, we good. Thank you so much for coming in. Man, thank you for having me. Since I first started watching your your Facebook Lives, I've been a huge fan. And I'm so happy that you started your show and you're aligned with, you know, you're aligned with everybody you're aligned with. We'll talk about it. I don't even know who all you're aligned with. They blessed me with an opportunity uh, uh, sound from Miss 360 and Mr. Uh, 360. Yeah, you know yeah. Blessed me with an opportunity. Sure. And I was able, I, man, I was able to take advantage of it. And then uh, Network, he gave me an opportunity yes. as well. And um, I was just able to take advantage of it, you know. When did you figure out or who told you first that you are just an entertaining personality? A character, if you will, but in a good way. How did you figure that out? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just uh, it, it's kind Please of, don't take any offense. That's a compliment. No, I intend to compliment It was you. a natural thing. I think uh, – I don't think I, – I, 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 one of my friends told me once I could rap, but I was just being funny once. Yeah. And um, – that's why I, how I ended up started rapping because uh, my friend, my friend C Baller actually he, okay. he Shout told to C. me Baller. yeah yeah C Baller told me that I should be a rapper because uh, I, well we we was all going to school together at the time and uh, we was busting flows or whatever whatnot but I was just being funny because mm-hmm. I was like I was like the funny guy of the group okay. I used to look back on people and stuff when going to school and sure. Stuff. But uh, they was like, man, you should really write that down. You should get serious with it. I'm like, man, I'm not a rapper. It's like, man, you should do this. So I've been doing it ever since. There's always been a place for comedic uh, hip-hop, you know, right, Bismarcky right, right. And, and, you know, all these other guys that made great music. Is your music, uh, now that you've grown, after you got past that level of uh, that we all start at kind of rapping, you know, bagging, mama jokes, kicking it, just funny right, stuff, right, right. Did, is, did your music become serious or did it stay com- comedic, do you uh, My think? music is very serious. Okay, um, okay. Um, uh, I, I would say I, only time I probably get to a comedic point is if I had to diss somebody we have right. to bag somebody right. I got a couple diss tracks out there <laughs> okay alright well, well we'll advise everybody to check those out I definitely want to check them out uh you, uh, who, who is your main inf- other than your friends, like telling you to take it serious as an, as an artist or in hip hop? Who is your main influence being a rap artist? Or, uh, I'm influenced by Tupac. Okay, it's a good influence. That's a good uh, influence. Tupac, uh, uh, Ice Cube, uh, the West Coast. You know, uh, I love the West Coast. Okay. Forty. Snoop Doggy Dog. Okay. Snoop Doggy. <laughs> yeah, Snoop Doggy. Great inspirations, by the way. Um, what encouraged you to? The show, your, your radio show uh, with LMG, nothing but bangers. 
I like the concept in the show so much. If you remember, I made you some art. I was sitting around one right, day, right, right, right. Yeah, and I made did. a flyer for your show just because I appreciate the show and I appreciate your on-air personality, if it, as it, as it is. Um, and I'm a big fan of the show. What what brought about that show? Did you create that? What I, in your mind? What, well, uh, I came up with the name because that was actually the name of my album. But actually, Network hit me up out of nowhere. He was like. He's like, man, won't you just, he said, won't you just uh, host the, uh, host your show? You pick out any day or whatever. Okay. He's like, uh, no, I thought about it. And I was like, uh, yeah, I can't do that. And I yeah. was like, yeah, how about Thursday? Yeah. And he said, Thursday. And I said, oh, it's going to come and name it nothing but bangers. And then we just ran from there. It's a great name. And every time I tune in it seems to be gang affiliated music playing is that the theme of the show or, no, or, or is, no, am I incorrect with that not, but bangers is just just like, means good music yeah it just means like okay. a, a hit right. number hits okay and bangers so all good. artists can submit music to the show yes, is what, I, what I'm what i taking the long well, way to I get to well I play a lot of street music I sure. play a lot of street music sure. because uh, um, we're represented by uh, the streets um, I'm playing music from South Phoenix um, uh, West Phoenix East Phoenix you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of stories in the streets. and, and, mm-hmm. and You know what I'm saying? So we, everybody got their story to tell in their section, so I try to bring them all in. And Swerve, let me say this also. Go ahead. That, um, that this gentleman, you know, once he uh, sat down with Network and um, LMG, that's family too. We all come come up at the same time rapping and doing some other things. But okay. Out of respect, you know, he came and let us know, talked to Miss 360. They sat down and worked it out, made sure that um, the dates and the, the times were all good. Okay. And we gave him so what, our what, blessing. What we're alluding to, okay, so I guess that's the question. So Stick was working with Soundbox first? first yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about your show on Soundbox 360. When did that start? And what day does that air? What's that called? Let's well, talk about uh, that for first. A minute. It was on my brother's underestimated show. His show is Southwest Saturdays. Okay. And, um, that um, happened about a couple of years, a few years back. Yeah, we started with in 2017. And, uh, yeah. uh, first, originally was uh, under show, and then um, I came into the show. I was brought into the f- show as a feature, and then I ended up <laughs> staying on the show. Yeah, taking I it mean, over, basically, huh? No, or taking over half of it. I didn't, I didn't take over the show. I did, it's not my show. Well, I think I that just it. I think that just speaks to your personality, you know. And there's a set of headphones over there if you want them. If you don't want them, you don't have to wear them. It's totally up to you, um, okay. uh, Stick. Uh, so, uh, so y'all, how did y- are you from Phoenix? I'm born and raised for Phoenix. Okay, incredible. Great. It's always good to talk to native Phoenix people. You know, a lot of us moved here. And I just want to take one moment to say on behalf of myself and everybody that started broadcasting in the last year, um, I can't speak for them. I'm speaking for me. I I have a lot of respect and want to pay homage to uh, Soundbox 360 uh, support District Radio uh, The people even here at Icon That were here before I got started John Blaze, whoever else You know, you guys um, have been working so hard And set the, the mold for, for the things, media things That people are doing here Media has of course exploded during COVID Everybody, I don't think there's rappers anymore Really, I think everybody's, <laughs> everybody's Trying to interview and podcast people And but, Because it's fun, let's be honest I've never 
uh, held any ill will or competition towards anyone. I feel like there's plenty of room for everybody, and I'm certainly a nut job. I'm different than everybody. As Stick, I'm sure, is different than everybody. So as shows, sound uh, Miss 360, we're all very different. So I just want to take time out to pay re- respect to the people who were doing it here in Phoenix before a lot of us started. Right, because it. as I've learned, it's a hard thing to do. It's a lot of work, and some weeks you don't you, you don't even understand why you're doing it sometimes, you know. You don't get a lot of payback sometimes. We're going to get you on uh, the Blunts and Brews show and then possibly okay. get you on Mr. 360's show out of line. I'm more, I'm more than welcome to come sit down with whoever, exactly. whenever. So, Miss 360, what was your inspiration for wanting to be involved in media, in this broadcast game? <laughs> Uh, what are your origins in that? Yeah. Did you go to school for any of this? I didn't go to school for me any neither. of Me neither, as they say, me neither. Yeah, I didn't go to school for any media whatsoever. I just love music so much. But me just, I mean, Soundbox 360 has been around for a decade. Okay. and It's a long time to be up and running. It really and is. And I respected that. And um, my other half started Soundbox 360. Okay. I was not tricky. one right, who okay. was into going to like the, the clubs and the, the concerts and all those types of things out here because I wasn't really into local music like that. Okay. But in order for me to be a part of what he has going on, I have to be a part of that. Okay. It's all good. We so, live. <laughs> Call's coming in. Buzzy, buzzy. It's all good. So that's what ended up happening. Like I was like, okay, I want to... I want to see what he's doing. Like, not see what he's doing, but be mm-hmm. a part of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be a right part of what he was doing. You know what I, mean? like I ain't going to sit at home the whole time. time you know? yeah. That part, I was like, nah, forget this. You know, I'm yeah. sitting at home and he's out there having fun and he's making all these records with all these people and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know what? <clears throat> it's time to stop being a hater. Get off my freaking ass and go see what he's doing and let's be a part of it. Stop I just want to say right now, it. I may have referred to you as Mr. 360, and now that I'm hearing the situation, I feel like that might be the wrong thing to call you. I apologize. I'm not knowing what I not not knowing what I know now. I apologize, oh, Mr. Deep. Anonymous. It gets I, I won't make that. I won't make that mistake again. But go carry on, Mr. 360. So. I just, and I'm Swerve 360, by the way. I'm not. Uh, I was uh, since 1999. Uh, so I'm not. Like, I'm not involved not in. To everybody listening, I'm not involved in any of this. But go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Well, I, I just wanted to clarify because I'm starting to see things visualized now, and I don't. Are I want to be respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want. Okay. You know, when I first started Soundbox at Soundbox 360, that was not my name. Okay. But then I had to let it be known who I was. Mm-hmm. So it was that. like, okay, yep. I am Mrs. 360. Let's not get shit twisted. Mm-hmm. I'm the other half of this. Just in case you guys were wondering. Mm-hmm. Then I had to start putting myself out there. Yeah, you had to stop being anonymous, as it were. Right, okay, that I part. Got you. I got you. Stop hiding in the bushes. Stop staying at home. Like, get your butt out there. You can't complain about something if you're not doing anything about it. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for saying that. That's a gem, if anybody's listening. Yeah, got so right. I started God doing something about it. Started being social because <laughs> I was not a sociable person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was one of those people that um, stayed up in the strip club. <laughs> the ones that you don't like. I used and, to like them. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, it's time to get out the strip clubs and go to the real clubs. Yeah. Be with the real people. Yeah. And that's what I did. And well, hey. in Phoenix, a lot happens at strip clubs, though. Let's be honest. There's rap shows and meetings and there's all kinds of things. I found that kind of strange that there were, like, rappers at the strip club. I was like, what the, what the hell? 
what, what, how are the girls supposed to get some money and, and the guys on stage rapping? Well, you know, as a as a guy that used to rap, and mind you, I was probably a backpack rapper and might have been washed and the whole might have been going the wrong direction the whole time. But the last thing I wanted rapping was naked women anywhere around because the rappers <laughs> not getting no attention. Right, 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 I right. mean, if a nipple slip out of shirt, <laughs> that'll fuck up your whole show. You feel me, Stick? Right, like right, you don't right, want. You don't want naked girls while you're trying to rap. There's no, there's no, com- there's not, there's too much genetics. You can't compete with that. You can't. That's all I'm saying. You can't, you can't, can't compete. And I don't really think that the people that are going to strip clubs are interested in seeing the guys with the mic rapping. They we might listen. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go watch the girls. We might listen to the song. We might be interested if the song makes the girl activate a little harder. Absolutely. I think you know. <laughs> right, because now we got to talk about Luke. If it was Luke. It was Luke Skywalker yeah, over there uh, singing yeah, one of them booty uh, booty songs. Oh, yeah. Like, Luke was the king of the strippers yeah, yeah. in the strip club. <laughs> Miami, you know, is is the king in, in, in town for yeah. strippers and strip he clubs. He gets on stage now. Everybody's getting live. Everybody's turning up. Like, yes. That's one rapper I don't mind seeing on stage. Yeah. Everybody else, I just can't picture it. I'll tell you a quick funny story. I'll make it as quick as possible. Not two live crew, but two live crew without Luke. They were called the Two Live Crew Experience is what they have to call themselves when they come without Luke. They oh. came to Richmond. They came to Richmond with two strippers uh, at, our, at our local venue that held like three, 400 people. They came. I was front row. I loved them, so I went and saw them, you know. And uh, at the end of the night, last song, they said, all right, who in here doesn't get any pussy? And so all my friends stepped backwards and pointed to me. Uh. I was doing fine, but they, they thought they'd be funny. You right, know, it's right, the same right. old, it's an old joke, you know. So they called me up on stage to get a lap dance from a two live crew stripper. Now, you got to think in your mind growing up, this would be the, this is a fantasy, right, right Stick? Right, right, right. If you come up watching Move Something video, which some of us used to, you know, uh, uh, attach ourselves, uh, we, some of us used to attack ourselves to that video, you know, when you didn't have all this, when you didn't have all this porn running around. A two live crew video would get it done, you know, when you could catch one. But anyway, I'm saying this is a lifetime dream. I'm getting a lap dance from a two live crew stripper. This young lady had on Air Force Ones. And she did the move. You know that super stripper move? Now, there's there's regular stripper moves where you twirl around a pole. You might climb up the pole or something. And then there's, like, super stripper moves where they, like, get gymnastic with it. Well, she did the gymnastic, like, the backflip and then where she throws her legs up on my shoulders Ooh. and then like twerks in my face but right. stick she had on air force ones these not ballerina shoes these not slippers these the, she had on she force ones kicking all on your shoulders she, kicking my shoulders this bitch started twerking was kicking me in the face stick oh my god no now i'm on stage getting a strip show in front of a whole club of people getting kicked in the face there's a part of me that wants to go stop but i can't because I'm a man getting a strip show in a club. Maybe this is part of the reason I don't like strippers and strip clubs no more. Bitch kicked me in the face for a solid minute while I was getting twerked oh on. God, and no. your boy's watching. Next day, I had a black eye. Oh. I had to explain to everybody how I had a black eye. And this is all true story. People in Richmond can... can. But anyway, back to this thing. How did you two, well, how did you two come across to do media together? Because you, you seem like you were a serious rapper, street rapper... <laughs> To a lot of street rappers, it might not be the coolest thing to be a radio person or an interview guy or or, or media person, as it will. Well, you know, first of all, we met each other like years ago, but didn't really start talking till about like what? When we were at Indian school. Right, right, That's when we really started getting close. Uh, 
And I think one of the connections was because we had the same birthday. Okay. So it's like, ah, oh, birthday twin. Ew. We both yeah. Geminis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel you. We started connecting over that. And then we just started hanging around each other. And I was always by myself a lot when I was at the studio. So he would always look out for me. Because it would be like, okay, well, she's a female and she's by herself. Like, let me mm, just go around gentleman. there and make sure she's okay. The G is for gentlemen. So they just started hanging out with me more and more, just making sure I was all right. And we just started becoming better and better friends. And then it was just like, shit. When I'm on air, they used to jump in. I was like, well, fuck, if y'all jumping in, then y'all might as well just stay here and do something then. Right. <laughs> right y'all right. watch y'all own show? <laughs> well, that do sounds that. like a, yeah, that sounds like, that sounds like an easy introduction into the situation. And of course, um, <laughs> Stick has always been super professional too. So, always. Um, when we were in the bottom level mm-hmm. of that location, he had his uh, studio going okay. at the same time we had the radio station going. So, okay. it, was, it was a perfect fit. I see. Y'all were running in businesses basically side by side. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, it just brought them together. Absolutely. Stick, you as an artist, are you are you done rapping? Are you still rapping? I'm What's your rapping rap. plan? I still okay. got some music right now. That's a, the, the album that I got released now. It's called Nothing But Bangers. That's a bad question because I've been playing your joint with LMG with Network. <laughs> I've been playing it almost every week for the last month. Oh, man, so that's a pretty I, dumb question, but I guess I want to hear it from your voice. Well, I, I walked into you. one of your events. I went. I walked into the, uh, the Arizona Hip Hop Festival event that you guys had. Okay. And uh, I just happened to be in there, and then next thing you know, my music started playing. I was like... Like, oh, my oh, God, man. I'm in here. I started performing my stuff live. Nice. Well, that's why I play AZ music, man. I didn't, but to be honest, I didn't know you were there that night. I was there. But artists always have a great response when they hear their songs. And uh, I like to give you that joy, man. You deserve it. You make great music. You need to hear it in, in, at an event, in a club, in a real sound system. You, uh, yes, and when it's spontaneous like that, I know it's got to be a good feeling. So I'm glad I could do that for you, you know, yes, no sir. doubt. I love playing AZ music more than mainstream hip-hop. That's just my thing right now yes, uh, uh, I really think there's a lot of talent here oh, yeah. there's a lot of great artists Stick you grew up here um, a lot of people uh, a lot of people don't like the foolishness they don't like all the internet tomfoolery and, the, and no matter how much it is fun and then people get tired of it and there's always a backlash and when I moved here from my city of Richmond, Virginia, there is a lot more back and forth and fucking with each other on the Internet, Facebook and things uh, more than where I came from. Uh, do you think that's a bad thing? Uh, it just depends on what type of content we're talking about. If we're talking about now, I'm not talking about people getting serious. I'm not for threatening families. I'm not for taking it outside of just jovial hip hop shit. I'm looking to have fun with this. I enjoy it. I made a joke certain people over the last few weeks with the news thing and certain people, you know, either got offended or almost got offended. And, you know, that hurts me a little bit because I want everybody to realize it's just jokes. I'm right, just right, joking. Right, right, if we right, can right, sit around and tell your mama jokes, then we ought to be able to joke with each other, you know. Right, and it's, right, it's right, for right. everybody's entertainment. And eventually everybody's going to be the brunt of the joke. Eventually, you know. <laughs> I make sure to make sure I'm the brunt of a joke very clearly so that people understand that it's not. It's all fun, you know. It's all, you know? Fun. Yes, it's all fun and games. Have you ever had rap beef in this area, being an artist? Have you ever had rap beef? I've heard a couple. You say you made a couple I diss made, tracks. I made a couple diss tracks because people was talking. They, 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 I had to make them be quiet. You know what I'm saying? But it never got into a point where, where, where it's like uh, a huge beef where somebody got to get beat up or something. Good. That's good. You know what I'm saying? That's good. <laughs> we appreciate that. Um, 
my my basis for old school Phoenix is just in talks with people like Yo Westwood. Are you familiar with Yo Westwood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he affiliate or cool or whatever? Or, uh, uh, he's, he's he's certified. OG. No problems, at least. Okay, okay, okay. Um, he talks about how his neighborhood, uh, you know. Uh, Buckeye, the highway comes right to there and a lot of the gang influence from LA came straight to Buckeye. People were fleeing or moving, looking for a new life, whatever and and Phoenix picked up some of that gang influence. Could you could you talk to that? Like how was how intense was life for you growing up in Phoenix? Uh, well, in the nineties, uh, uh, it was real active as far as gang banking go. Yeah, People was glad to meet you. All they wanted to know is where you're from. Okay, you know. So uh, growing up in that era and stuff, and um, looking at it, uh, think about gang culture now and stuff. Um, it's two differences, like. Right? Uh, Right back then, it was really life or death, and then right now, it's like it's kind of like a choice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying nobody's pressing, nobody's nobody's pulling up on you, pressing you right now. So right I was now, raised on the East Coast, and I'm way outside of that game. Uh, but it seems to me, from so far outside, even that it's just mellowed out a lot from yeah, where it mellowed. used to be. Yeah, it's um, completely it's watered down. And as you can tell, it's um, it went super commercial. Um, as for, first, uh, Snoop was the first commercial crib. And then what, um, the first big, I say, I first, well, there sure. was a lot of b- big bloods, but the, I think the one who really put blood and made it commercialized, I think Lil Wayne is what made uh, right. blood. Who, who used to wear blue uh, rags, let's be honest. <laughs> I think back back when they, back in the early days when they were wearing the blue rags, I really think they were just wearing rags. Like, everybody was just wearing rags. Snoop Doggy they Dog was a well-known crib. Yeah, definitely Snoop. No, I was speaking more of Lil Wayne and those guys, because they, they've kind of flip-flopped with Easy the e colors. was a uh, well-known crib from Compton. Never publicized it, though. Yeah, yeah he never he never, never publicized never it. Published. They always wore all black. Right, they didn't yeah. deal with the gang. Right, right, they didn't right. publicize their gang ties at all. Right, right, right. Um, why do you think, being on the East Coast, why do you think, uh, I've learned over the years that there's a lot more Crips than Bloods, just number-wise. Um, but it seems like there's only, on the East Coast, it seems like only the Blood the blood uh, side of it has come over there way more than the Crips. It just doesn't seem like there's, the Crips have come to the East Coast the way the Bloods is adapted. Do you have any thoughts on maybe why that is? Why there's not a lot of East Coast Cripping? I, I don't know. I've heard about some East Coast Crips out there. I've right. heard about Crips on the East Coast. Everybody um, seems that has adapted the that? gang life easily. It seems to be more of a blood thing. Well, Would yeah, I be we, wrong we, about that? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Let, let's, no. let's be clear. Um, Pop Smoke, I'm saying, yeah. with the woo and the chews, I'm saying. So it is still going on. Dead but case. let's not talk about, you know, gang shit because it's irrelevant if it ain't about money. If it ain't about something positive and getting to your future. Right. I, I agree. I'm just trying to get, as a civilian, as an outsider, I'm just trying to get a temperature on where it's at these days. You know, that's all. That's all. No offense. The, uh, the, Nipsey's family had to sue the Crips. You're right, right. To, to keep them from using keep, the marathon, marathon or whatever, or to right. gain control of the marathon Correct. thing. Um, it just seems it just seems a little things are getting organized and people are finding ways to make money out of a culture. So I think that's a good thing. We can move on for that. Uh, what's your what, what's your favorite things to do when you're making music, Stick? Um, my favorite thing to do when I'm making music, I guess. Um, Drink, smoke, girls. What's the vibe in the studio if I'm recording a record with Stick tomorrow? I don't know. I guess, I guess it's just the vibe alone and stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I, when I'm getting when I'm getting down to the business, I'm real serious. So okay, I, I don't like the uh, I don't like to be too drunk. Or I don't like to be too sloppy when I get I'm trying it. to handle business. 
Sloppy. Drunk Sloppy doesn't work for for lyrics. Doesn't right, work right, for right. rhyme. Yeah, you yeah. Can't go in there it doesn't work for rhyme. No, no doubt. No doubt. Well, what I, what do you? Um, I know AZMT has been around a while. You guys have been around a while. Support District Radio has been around a while. Has there ever been? Uh, is it all love? Has there ever been? And I'm not trying to stir shit up. I'm just trying to figure things. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how things uh, happened before I started moving around the city. Um, AZMT had this, had a similar shakeup where there was a couple involved in running the business, and right, right, the right, couple right, split right. up and moved on. Um, uh, have y'all ever had any issues with the aforementioned teams I've, I've spoke about? Because you all seem to be... You ain't watched no uh, videos of AZMT over at uh, Soundbox 360. He hasn't. He obviously hasn't watched any of our shows, apparently, especially any of my shows. I haven't. I told you I was deaf, dumb, and blind at the it's start of the show. I apologize. Real, um, out while of line, I you got to go check, take a look at that. Okay. Well, you can answer your own question. While right? I Wednesday, Soundbox 360. Listen, is it, I, um, do I search it on YouTube? Where do I go? Where do I go to yeah, watch you y'all's find, content? You can find it on YouTube. You can okay. find it on Facebook. You can find it on Patreon. <laughs> you can find oh, y'all it got on, a Patreon. That's excellent. Yeah, okay, like, cool. That's a big move. And I it's all that. love. And it's still all love with uh, with those other radio stations. Okay, so okay. it's a love hate thing. Sure, I have a love hate relationship have, with Kid K. Okay, uh, he's some family. Do. Some do. He's still family to me. Right. Love him to death. I know I can pick up the phone and call him anytime. And he's I feel there. like DJ I could be saying exactly but, um, what you're saying right now. Oh, that's a bad <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I have a love hate relationship with him. Definitely it's all know. family. I can still pick up the phone and call him. I think she could. I think she could say all three of those things. No offense. It's all love. <laughs> it's all love. It's all love. It is. I mean, I don't really know much about. Um, what's that other one called? A support district radio. Oh, um, them I do Penny know. Lane and yes, and, them I know. Yeah. Have love for them okay. too. We okay. have never had any problems cool, whatsoever. Cool. Everybody's cool with me. I appreciate everybody's contribution, <clears throat> and I, I really don't mean to stir the pot. The only one I that just, I don't really know, and I guess that's why I don't fuck with them, is because I don't know them. Is Radio Phoenix? Okay. Don't okay. really know uh, them. Uh, okay. That's who my Michael Hinn. True no, that is that's freaking Michael. That troll no, 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 is right. part of city. Uh, that city. What's that Phoenix City? He's everywhere. Whatever you post troll. about Phoenix, he's go. He's gonna drop his. Yeah, city thing. Yeah, he's out there hustling. He's gonna drop mm-hmm. his. Yeah, but he's not really like part of no damn radio media. Nothing really. He's, just he's a, a freelance. He's doing, yeah. his, doing his own thing out in the wilderness. Yeah, nobody sure. likes that little troll. Well, that name, <laughs> the, the name that you that you uh, stated it kind of sounds familiar to his company. No, the, that's um, his. Sounds like a newspaper. Uh, <coughs> the, the new that the new Phoenix is new, Dynasty the, Dynasty Sampson. Is, okay. That's actually her company that he works with right, her right, on right. that. And that's the um, newspaper. They're trying to do a newspaper type of thing for over the couple of years. Right. That's it. But it does sound like Radio Phoenix. Yeah, Radio Phoenix. Phoenix Street News. Phoenix Phoenix Street Street News. News. There it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. All right. Mischief. You have I'm Elite Radio. I don't know if you heard of those as well. Okay. No, I haven't. No, I'm Elite's not really doing anything anymore. I'm I'm only three and a half years in the city, and I feel like I'm walking around a field of landmines. Like, I'm trying. That's why I'm trying to figure things out, (laughs) because when I talk to people, I don't want to be like, hey, you know, uh, your ops is a great guy. Then there's the car. You know, like, I'm just trying to figure things out. I'm trying to figure things out, you know. 
As, right, as right. Mr. Anonymous can attest, I'm good at fixing it once I figure things out, but I'm slow at figuring things out. I'm old, I'm dyslexic, I smoke a lot of medicine. Those are my excuses. And I have a four-year-old, so I'm running around with my head cut off. So salute to everybody that's got young kids. I'm out here struggling with you, and I'm an old man struggling with you. Uh, what is? What do we have? I, I promise, and I will show and prove with my love and devotion and promotion that I will go and, and, and involve myself with your material. Uh, and I apologize that I didn't do my proper research this week. What is up next? What's what's if any? What, what's the big event? What's happening? What's next? Do we have any new shows going on? Do we have any of now that COVID is kind of lifting? Or do y'all do any kind of events? What's next for Soundbox? Well, we haven't done an event in a while, but we are thinking about doing one, mm-hmm. maybe the end or the beginning of the year. Okay, we're thinking about doing something like that. We do have a couple of new shows that are starting. Awesome. Let's talk um, about them. Stick Hide actually. Right now, Stick does the Southwest Saturdays with Under E, and he also does our Blunts and Brews with Rick Lace on Sundays, okay. which is interviews, okay. but he's about to start his own thing with us, which is going to be on a video countdown show, so that's about to come out okay. in the next month or okay. so, maybe sooner than that. All right. All that sounds good. Yeah. I appreciate all content makers, and especially Arizona, Phoenix-based, uh, you know, because we and y'all especially supply something that these artists need you know mm-hmm. um have you had any bad experiences working with artists or did you have an artist interview go crazy did you, <laughs> did you, have, you have a story you could tell go watch the videos okay go watch the videos well we literally had give to... us a breakdown on one and we'll all tune in after the interview we'll all tune in okay give so us a breakdown on one. what had happened was <laughs> <laughs> that should be a segment in itself go ahead yeah and that the one time, right, we had a couple of artists come and they were doing an interview. And one of the things that we usually ask a lot of artists is to just, you know, go ahead, freestyle, go spit something, you know, Understood. do something, right? Yeah. So we asked an artist to spit something and he was like, no, I can't. I can't do that. I, no, just give me some time. Let me go find. What do you mean? We're not giving you time to do shit. Just spit something. Uh, if like, for, for one thing, just say yes or no. Don't don't start talking about what you need to do it or like get, seriously yeah, I'm like what were you gonna do like if, if 50 Cent or JC were right here right now and they said to you yeah. spit something that used to be the rule oh, right stick that used to be the rule <laughs> you're you, gonna be like you, wait a minute if somebody asked for it and you couldn't spit something you weren't a rapper you're back a in rapper, the day you, you know what I mean so he things got mad things are different and walked off okay and left his partner right there uh oh oh okay bye uh, he was hot too oh he was he was mad as hell he was mad. He demanded something he couldn't give. <laughs> and a woman back. demanded something you can't give is hurtful. That's he went, hurtful. He went home and made a diss track. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so he made oh. a diss track about Soundbox 360. Oh. Talking about <laughs> fuck 360, right? So we're oh, like, oh, I might take okay. a to that, but go ahead. So who, who jumps so, in? Yeah, what, what, go ahead. What we did was right. as soon as we heard the shirt, uh, we heard the shirt, heard the song. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Stick was the first one that told me. Stick was like, oh my God, this, th- listen to this song. And he sent it to me. I was like, what? Really? Called my girl up. I was like, girl, I need some shirts made right now. And we got shirts that said fuck 360 on them. <laughs> and wore them the same night on okay. air talking about, right. yeah, fuck us. You right? Fuck right. 360. Right. Everybody's like, how you gonna say fuck your own shit? Fuck 360. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, it yeah, is what yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, roll with it. Prom- made a whole song. Right. So then we had to come back. We had to come back. And ooh, we got him good. We got him good. I got to go do the knowledge. Mr. Anonymous go tore knowledge. him apart. Oh, yeah? Oh, Mr. Anonymous tore him apart. 
limb from limb. I didn't limb. know. I, my question was going to be who do, who does the jump in on this situation? <laughs> but uh, it's Mr. Anonymous, and Mr. Anonymous is looking pretty serious. And y'all can't see him, y'all can't see him out there in wonderful video land. But he's looking pretty serious in the face, like he just went back to that time and place. He just well, went yeah. back to the time. A couple phone calls us. got made, and you know he apologized. Okay. Oh. Okay. I mean, yes. Um, was that the diss track? The couple phone calls? Is that, or was there an actual diss track as well? Or was it? Oh, it was, no, it was a he bunch was, of shit. Oh, it was yeah. a bunch of shit. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All in all, he ended up apologizing and all was well. Dude, but well. it was still fuck your apology. I don't give a fuck about you. Right, right, right. His friend was begging and begging. We actually did another interview with his partner and his friend. Right. Because his friend was like, I'm not associating with him anymore. I'm done. Wow. <laughs> was his like, friend white? Sound like his white? No, no, no. Just, yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> he, he heard something that he didn't know about. <laughs> Just from the tone, I, I thought she was kind of imitating. I don't well, know. He actually like, yeah, I think he is mixed, and he does uh, like. You know, well, that. you know, uh, you know. Sometimes, well, we sometimes the white side comes out the heavy. It you does. know, sometimes the white side, you lean on the white side. So mm-hmm. it's been much more than that. Uh, we've had individuals pulling um, pulling guns, and we asked that you know an wow. artist coming to our radio station leave that shit at home. Yes, please. And we ask that. If you haven't heard me, I ask that as well. Absolutely. Please, you know, and um, leave it in the car at least. Right, yeah, right. We've had uh, instant, uh, incidents like that. We've yeah. had um, you know interviews where. Just so I know, what did you do? What do you do when an artist brings a gun in and you don't want them to have a gun in? Because I, you know, the situation. Okay, you defused it. Just had a conversation. I hope. We can. Okay. We can. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Aside from that, though, um, we've I'm, had... I'm a conversating motherfucker. Now I'm not that great. Of, I'm not that great of a shot, and my fighting skills are deteriorating by the day. But I'm a conversating motherfucker. If we can In talk this out shit out, let's talk this shit out. That's what I'm talking about. I'm honest with a stick. I'm no gangster. I wasn't born to gangsters, and I wasn't raised in the gangster dome. I wasn't raised in a, in a gangster's fairy tale. I wasn't raised in that. I'm a civilian. You know. Let's talk this shit out. Yeah, let's talk it out. Let's see what. Let's see how we can benefit each other before we can issues? run off the ledge with this shit. Right? I, I got one for you. I challenge okay. you to find the video where it was an issue with transgender <coughs> on the radio station. Oh, on damn. Soundbox 360. Damn. Oh yeah, I got cussed out. Y'all had a trans issue. Didn't even know it. Didn't even wish somebody was been around for years. And somebody was doing somebody was oh doing their job pretty God, pretty no. well, right? Somebody well, was you know, well. we thought it was a woman. And then came to find out when they came out and was like, no, I was actually born a dude. Oh, oh for real? God, no. We, prob- right, we probably shouldn't say any names, so after we're no, off air, we, we probably shouldn't great, say anything. Great, great content and great show. Like, come back on the show, let's talk. We'll, about we'll search for that video. I'll search for that video. <laughs> I'll remember that one. I got cut out. Cut Soundbox out. 360 Trans is what is my search engine will oh say. Oh, my God, right. no. You I got cussed just, out? I think they were talking I did. about the, uh, the whole battle. I mean, I, we, don't, we won't say anything about anybody. And, hey, I'm up for everybody who being who they want to be. But to me, instead of cursing out, wouldn't that be like a talking moment? Like, again, well, conversate. Wouldn't that be I a tried. conversation moment where... I tried to No, have not you, for the other person, like... You know, because they were really mad. They, I'm really you know, ready to admit that I don't have experiences with something in life, see, and I'm dumb was, to it. So I'm, I'm happy to learn if you're willing to talk about it. That part. But if you go get mad and we can't talk about it, then I can't <laughs> ever learn about it. You know, that that's part. All. I mean, that's like all. certain things. I don't. Everybody even think, don't know everything, right, Stick? I mean, I don't right, even think right. certain things need to be talked about. I know how to rap. I know how to DJ. I know you a know? bunch of shit. I don't know everything. I think it was Nobody more so. Uh, what was it? What it was, was it? more so that I don't care if you're transgender or not. I don't want you in the bathroom with my little daughter or my niece. I agree. I don't give two flying fucks. Yeah. And if you can't deal. see that, if you can't see that, if you're well, all for a unisex bathroom, yeah. I'm not for unisex bathrooms. Well, I mean, right. at the end of the day, doesn't the family bathroom take care of that? 
Man. Can, can, a, can a person of uh, mixed integrity uh, just go use the family bathroom? Lock yes. the doors, one in, one out, you know. You're talking about like a that was a bad, Did I say mixed integrity? Right. Yeah, That's I'm probably not, a slant. I don't mean to slant anybody. You're talking about a public bathroom, though. Right. No, I understand. I'm not with I'm not with men who were were men or right, are right, men right, right. going into a female bathroom. I don't I'm not that right. to me that that leaves it open for any man to put a dress on and just go in there that part and, and pretend. And, and, yeah, exactly. yeah, just to get the thrills. Somebody. Yeah, and rape somebody. Yeah. And right. It, yeah. And now let's be let's be honest. Positive. Let's be honest. If we see um, a person, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a hundred because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. If we see a person who appears to be uh, a manly woman in the men's bathroom. I mean, not, nobody's really going to say nothing. It's not like it's not an offense. Like it's not, you know, you go in the stall, whatever happens in there, nobody cares. There's men, there's boys, nobody's. But but like you said, it leaves it way open to predators to pretend right. to be trans, then to go use women's bathrooms and prey on people, I'm women, small girl. children. No, you're not and nobody my is for that. You're not touching my daughter, my niece, none of that. Like, first of all, kids don't go to the bathroom by themselves, period. No. But now I have I to don't. watch extra, extra carefully now because I don't know if you're really a dude or a woman or what your what your agenda is. Like, no, we're not doing that. And if you okay. cannot see or understand what the hell I'm telling you because yeah. you think it's unfair, yeah. then fuck you. There's certain lines of limits. Dudes shouldn't be playing sports with women either. Like, And when I say dudes, right. yeah, you know, I agree. I'm right. trying to be respectful. Persons, I agree. Persons, persons that were born a dude, I don't know how to say it correctly. I'm old. Yeah. I, you know, I'm I mean, you did just see that one of them just won in track and field, right? Oh, it's horrible. I hate all that. Ah, that I hate all horrible. that. It's just That's unfair. Men and women are different. Joe Rogan right. has said that a college man, a, a college or high school track runner can beat most, if not like 90% of women. Like, it's just different genetics. It's it different is. muscles. It's different right, things. Right, 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 Men right. and women shouldn't compete in everything I head to head. They it's need okay to have to a different be... league. I, it might cost more more money, more time, more people, but they need their own league. Because you know, the, it's not you know the, problem, the problem you're going to have there is it's not due to numbers and money, mm-hmm. which is what rules the world. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a very popular league. It's not going to be anywhere near as popular as the regular Olympics, let's be honest. And then people are going to cry discrimination because it's not as popular. Okay, well, you know, it's so funny that we're talking about that. people do that with that. the WNBA. People do the same thing with the WNBA. It's just not as popular. It just doesn't make as much money. Well, so, therefore, they can't be paid as much. It's not right. really a slight to women. It's Working really just where business. you work, how did that work out for you guys when you guys did that for the hip-hop festival? What's that? What do you mean? When y'all had <laughs> the, uh, the, the rainbow days. The extra day or whatever. Uh, yeah, the there was an extra day of rainbow in support of our rappers that are LGBTQ XYZ. Yeah, right. So y'all actually did a whole nother day. I'm not. And... I'm, I'm really not qualified. Uh, although I do run, I do work with and for <laughs> the Respect Underground Icon Banner, as you see in the background, right there, big mm-hmm. letters. Uh, I'm not really in upper management. I'm not in the upper mm-hmm. office, so I'm not privy to those decisions. See, well, that's just the same way how they did an extra day for that. I feel like with sports, with everything else, you need to do another one for them. Mm-hmm. I don't think everybody. You can't. You. I mean, with the music, I believe everybody should be together. I didn't think that an extra day was needed. Well, I think eventually, I but. think I think eventually it'll, it'll all be integrated. I think the day is for celebration, highlight, and. It just lets people know what time it is for the spectators that want to focus in on that, and right. for the maybe the artists that want to—I don't know—for lack of I a, mean, for you, lack of a better term, feel you comfortable. You were in New York. Did you ever used to go to Webster Hall? No, I, I've never lived in New York. I've only visited Harlem oh, once in Long Island Webster a couple Hall, times. I've seen it on Smack Battles. Oh. That's the closest <laughs> I've been to Webster. You been to McGuire or Cofor Projects? 
No. I've been walking in a snowstorm in Harlem at 2 o'clock in the morning I'm down the Richmond, street. Virginia. Oh, wait, wait, excuse me, what? In Richmond. What projects? McGuire or don't, Topher. They, those don't ring a bell. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Those don't ring a bell. We're uh, Blackwell got torn down. There's Wickham. There's uh, we got projects in the in the counties, not just the city out in Virginia. Uh, what side of town were they on? East End. Uh, East End. Yeah, I was raised on the West End of Henrico. The East End. You know, I don't know how to word it other than like, unless you know somebody or you live in the East End, there's really exactly, no reason exactly. to go. Unless you're going to the airport, there's no reason to go in the East End. I'm honored. How do you know so much about Richmond? I've been around that town as well. Okay, you've been around. He's been around, around. You've been around, around. <laughs> uh, while uh, let's just just for the moment, let's say you are wearing the uh, Heat City hat uh, that uh, Greedy Gonzalez, his team is active participants and supporters, owners. And, and so, you know, I just want to let them know since they can't see you, Mr. Anonymous is wearing the Heat City hat, the white with the black brim, and uh, he's supporting it's all love, love. That's I'm the wearing the right dubs there. up. Okay. The okay. Uh, Greedy, did you, were you raised here? I'm originally from L.A. Okay. But you've been around the country. Correct. Is that military or just jobs or just Previous whatever? lifestyle. Previous lifestyle. Okay. That's a good good way to put it. Did you want... There, there seemed to be a lot more story about the transition in Soundbox with between you and the previous owner. Did we want to talk about that anymore? There is no previous owner. Or did we just want to let that go? What we, previous owner? We started this. The pre, You didn't have a previous partner? No, I, I, I started I this. got way confused with the story. No, I'm sorry. My, she was talking about me. My husband. Okay. <laughs> my husband this guy. is, yes. Okay. <laughs> my husband started Soundbox 360. Okay, and see, the whole thing, the, I was apologizing <laughs> you for calling you Mr. 360 because I thought she had a previous husband that was, I'm sorry, I got totally no, confused. I'm glad we cleared that up. Okay. <laughs> you started the whole thing and she came aboard. Okay. Right. And right. then you fell into the back. And originally right. it was supposed to be a platform for uh, networking. So if you were putting on a show and your DJ didn't make it, you could look on Soundbox 360, find some website. other DJs, you know, call them up. Hey, are you available? That sounds, that, like a, that sounds like a good thing to have. And yeah. then she introduced us to uh, the music part of it, saying, okay. hey, well, why don't we. First, we had the music uh, playing local, and she was like, why don't we just go live? I said, okay, let me figure it out. And he figured it out. That's awesome, man. And then stepped back and was like, hey, hun. It's figured out. Go ahead and do what you want to do, huh? Go ahead. He stepped back and started doing things in the background and let me put my face forward and boom. I was raised on East Coast hip hop, so people think I'm from New York or Philadelphia. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I lived in Richmond, Virginia my whole life. Went to college two years in North Carolina. I'm so. glad you said that because... This voice were... strictly comes from hip hop. It is not nice. from my region, yeah, um, unfortunately. People get speaking confused. of that, when you were talking about in the beginning um, what influenced you, mm -hmm. I come from hearing Rapper's Delight. Okay. I had a cousin that was 10 years older. Yeah. So he was already having the records and things of that nature. Um, Midnight Star, No Parking on the Dance Floor, things Great like records. that. Great records, yeah. yeah. Um, Double Dutch Bus. Oh, yeah. Um, my favorite was Curtis Blow. Okay. When he did basketball. Basketball was my favorite my sport. Mind. I love the way they dribble up and down the court. I lost my mind. I had a good friend in middle school when that song came out. <clears throat> he uh, he wrote, he had, we had a paper we had to write for gym class. And uh, he wrote those lyrics of that first verse down. And, you know, back then, teachers were so stupid. They didn't, they didn't know anything know. about hip-hop. So he clearly just wrote Curtis Blow's lyrics out and handed it in as a paper for basketball. So we uh, we we played from Nerf Hoop to real 
to real hoops on outside. We played basketball to the song Basketball more than I can count. There you go. Did it ever really make anybody feel play better? Because it really <laughs> felt like it made me play better. Did I it ever? They, they hoops was like seven feet higher. Yeah, it did. Like I don't know. It felt it felt like it made you play better. Stick, like new you shoes play and hip hop. Because you're so damn tall. He's six six. Easy. How tall are you? Six six. Wow. Somebody tried to get you to play basketball somewhere along the way, well, right? I was, I was, in high school, I was pretty active as far as playing basketball and stuff. It's okay. Just, once I feel, once I realized it wasn't going to be a career, right? I just quit. Well, you know, in my high school, we had the best team in the county in ninth grade. But by the time twelfth grade came around, them guys had found the life and basketball. <laughs> wasn't it? Basketball wasn't near as important anymore. You know, it was eighty. It was eighty-eight, eighty-nine. There was shit was popping off. Right, you know, right, right. for for everybody. If you wanted to pop off, shit could pop off. You know. Right, right. Uh, but anyway. Um, so you got new music on the horizon. Soundbox has great big things, new things coming. Um, I think we've cleared the air. I hope so. Y'all are nothing like AZMT now that I'm uh, reorganizing my thoughts about the situation. I'm glad there's jokes. There's, you know, uh, as many as much beef as I've tried to stay out of. Uh, shout to Lady Sincere. She manages to stay out of problems more than anybody I know. She is my role model. As far as you know. As far oh uh oh. Well, she's the uh-oh. book of secrets. She's good with secrets. No, she's the book of secrets. Oh, she's the book of secrets. Oh, well. As far as there you, you go. know. As far as I know. Wow, that was a stern black woman stare I just <laughs> caught right there. Yeah, okay. All right. That, uh-huh. that took me back to the day right there. I was, okay. Yeah. All right, well, as far as I know. Anyway, all I'm saying is I hope we can all manage this media and get along and support each other. And even if we support each other by having a minor little beef every now and then to keep it interesting, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as we keep it healthy, keep it keep it jokes, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. So let's try to keep the scene moving, try to keep hip-hop alive. Who are some of y'all's favorite uh, Phoenix artists before we get out of here? Well, you're, you're just a music lover. You're not I a rapper, am. so you're not biased. Who, I yeah, appreciate... the rapping thing didn't work out for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really good. It's okay. I can dig it. Me neither. Me neither. Um, I'm going to have to go with, like, off the bat, I'm going to have to go with, like, Trey Deuce. Trey Deuce. Okay, that's a name I'm not familiar with. I'll be checking yeah, for that. Yeah, he Deuce. has a lot okay. of good music out there. We have okay. him in rotation. I love me some Esau's. Okay, Esau. I like Esau. I mean, of course, I'm with Real Riders. I love Sticking Under. I think they're awesome. And I recently became a a real big fan of um, Bobby Denham. Okay, she's a new name I've been seeing a lot. Yeah, I really like her and Miss Veen. Actually, those okay. two females right there. I, I played. A, I've been playing a couple props. records for Miss Veen. They performed at the. They AZMT impressed thing. me with their songs. Yeah, yeah. they impressed yeah. me with their songs. I was like, wow, okay. Didn't yeah. know who you were. I, I I made the mistake of saying I never heard of them. So right. then I got the music put in my inbox. <laughs> like, okay, oh, well, you didn't hear about there you me. Go. There you go. <laughs> There you go. They put on a great performance. She had a, a girl with her, and they were very that much... That was her sister. Re- her sister. Very right. much reminiscent of a new age kind of salt and pepper vibe with them. I, I did, because like she, does she not look like salt to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And together, they, they definitely give off that vibe of a new age, which was good, and their songs were sexy. They right, performed right. well. So, you know, shout out to Miss Veen oh, and her right, sister. Oh, right, because you were there, right, when we were at the, at the Hive. The, the, the shooting, yes. The, yes. Not, the video shooting, I should right. say, just right. to clarify. Clarify. Just to clarify. Clarity. <laughs> what just shooting? Did something happen? <laughs> All right, well, I want to thank all of you guys for coming in. It's time for me to talk to somebody else. I feel like I could talk mm-hmm. f- for you for a long time, and I want to yeah. go do a lot of research and then have y'all come back so we can talk some more. That'll be awesome. Because, but then we'll also uh, bring you 
to our spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to come whenever. What's that stick? Is anything you want? Is anything anybody wants to say yeah, before yeah, we get I out? I wanted here? to just say because I, I I come from an event that I just came from an uh, event that's uh, happening right now on South Phoenix in the community. Tell them about it, please. It's a march against violence. Um, it's thrown by Cynthia Garza. She's right. on South Phoenix. This is the eighth annual. Okay. Uh, one and uh, uh, this was inspired based off of her son being murdered and, oh. and, and, and their, uh, in their home. And she basically started her own charity uh, based off of her son's death. And, um, you know what I'm saying, she just wants to stop violence in South Phoenix. So they're outside. They're, they're right now on uh, 21st Street in Alta Vista right now. Okay. And they're having a black party right now. Okay. Um, it's going to be uh, popping to about 2, to 2 p.m. Everybody's out there live, atten- live entertainment right now. And okay. Stuff. Just, we just did the march right now. Uh, we, we just walked for about four miles. Stop Incredible. the violence. Stop the violence. That's a great uh, event, and uh, I would be going there if I wasn't here. So, please, anybody that can in the area, please go support Stop the Violence March. Yes, sir. Thank you. From Ms. Garza, I believe you said. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, that's a big thing, and I'm glad you got that in. Anything else, Mr. Anonymous, would you like to say? I'm good. You're good? We got a lot more stuff coming uh, coming as well. Miss um, 360, you want to let them know what shows that we have currently and some more that's coming up? That's good. So right now we have um, Girl on Fire, we have Out of Line, Southwest Saturdays, Blunts and Brews. Uh, I'm forgetting a few. Valley Rose, we have the right? yeah Valley Rose is there. We have um the Gouda Report, and I'm missing like two of them. The Gouda Report is basically talking to the youth, um, okay. letting them know that hey, instead of buying these red bottoms or these Giuseppe's or whatever you're buying, you can actually put that money towards uh, the stock market or, you know, um, invest in, in real estate, things sure. of that nature to get them up out of that bullshit mind state yeah. and get them on some real shit. It's a great message. I appreciate right, that right. in itself. Yeah. And we're going to start doing a live show on Facebook and YouTube. Riddle me this. Okay. Incredible. Riddle me this sounds like a game show almost. Okay. Yep. All right, awesome. Yeah, so awesome, a lot going coming. on. A mm-hmm. lot going on at Soundbox 360. I'll let my wife know that you're happily married and there's no, <laughs> with the whole 360 thing, there's no issues at all. Don't worry, it's I'm a, not the side chick. I'm not no, the side no, no, chick. No, 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 no. I'm Mrs. 360. My wife, my wife jokes about me uh, having a side chick or cheating. I am literally <laughs> in my house. How many hours is it in a week? Uh, 24. I'm here. I'm here, two, I'm here two hours a week. There's an hour traveling each way. So I'm out the house about six hours maybe a week. And the rest I'm of the not, time you're in the house. That I'm not with my son on Facebook or in the house. It only takes three minutes to cheat. No, nah, it takes... See, Mr. Anonymous, <laughs> you're a charismatic, handsome man. I imagine for you it might only take like one or two bad decisions to cheat, right? Yeah. For you it might only take one or two bad decisions. For a gentleman like me with a little bit of age, a little bit more rugged looks, let's say, uh, it takes like 10 bad decisions. <laughs> meaning meaning, I got to bump into a bitch. I got to see the bitch again. She's got to act nice. I've got to say something wrong. See, all these are bad decisions, yeah, but it takes a lot of them for me got to it. get there. How so it takes get here? Much huh? longer than 10 minutes, my friend. Right, right, much right. longer than 10 minutes. My wife's got a pretty good bead on me. She's, uh, But I love her. It's a good thing I love her. It's last vagina I love her. How long have y'all been me. together? We've been together eight years. We've been married four. Something like that. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. So I, I waited to do everything in life. I didn't I didn't have sex, smoke weed, or drink until 17. But then I did them all that year. And that was kind of a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I didn't have kids to get married till I was 46. So this time for all you youngins out there. So this there, is your this first time, kid? My first child. A four-year-old? I have, I have a stepson that's 21, oh. but my, my own first child is four years old. Yeah. That's what's up. Most people think I'm crazy. Sweet. The guys I used to work with, I told them I was having a child, and they just, two older black men, they just looked at me and then looked at each other and fell out laughing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's time, Stick. You're way younger than me. Shit, there's plenty of time, Stick. You know, and if you need any help with the manual or any instructions, (laughs) no homo. I I know how to do it now. I'll let you know. It It took me a while to figure it out. But you know, my wife, my wife was playing around. She thought we would just go try to have kids for about six months, and maybe I'd give up or something. Man, you know, because I'm older, I smoke a lot of medicine, and you know, uh, she thought maybe I couldn't, you know, right, 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 get it right. done so fast. Man, the first time in the in the uh, upward position, I shot it up like a bottle rocket up in there, stick with strength. I put that one, that good one, in there. But I'm happy. I have my son. I love him for life. I love my wife. They're so good to me. Uh, if we're just joking at this point, I really do need to get somebody else in there. It's been such a pleasure. I'd love to come on y'all shows. I'm definitely going to book y'all and have y'all back. Mr. Anonymous, Stick Hyde, Mrs. 360. Together, they are Soundbox 360. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. See y'all later. Let me go check on this guest. We'll be right back. Granddad, Big Butch the Lesbian, Walter Cronwright, Dan Rather, Smoke Weed, Dirty Harry, Lee X the Theater. That's me, you know. And every week, right here from the beautiful Icon Radio, Respect the Underground Worldwide Radio Studios, we bring you the mission. Now, our mission is to talk to artists and get to the root and to the seed and soil of their purpose, their mission. That's what our mission is. And that's what we do here. Every- 